Hey there, it's Vincent from We Are Wolves, and you're listening to 25,000 Miles. Welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. Love to be here. <laughs> so I wanted to start with saying um, how cool the idea was for uh, the new EP, that the whole thing is in French and Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah that's, it's, it's a bit surprising. Yeah, it's really cool. So why put out an album only in French and Spanish? Um, I guess it started uh, kind of as a challenge for us, because we, even though we're French, we always, we've always been you know, doing songs in English, and um, 
but you know, just as a, as an exercise of you know bringing back our own culture, we, we decided to do songs in French. But turns out it's not as easy as it as we thought it would be <laughs> to uh, to kind of do rock music in French. For some reason, it always sounds weird. So uh, it it took us a while, and in that time, we started touring in South America. And uh, our singer is from uh, Colombia. Actually, his parents are from Colombia. So bring the two together, and uh, there we go. So I guess, like, when you're singing in a different language, it would change uh, the the music. Like, when you're singing in English, like, you can... You can uh, put things together, but when you're doing it in another language, I guess it would kind of change. That's is that what kind of took uh, so long? Oh yeah, it, it, it totally changed everything. It, that's why it took a while for us to do it because you know we tried doing the same thing but in a different language. But it, you know the sounds are different, the rhythms are different. So uh, it took us a while to get the whole of it. But uh, I, it turns out to we it turned out to be a really really fun thing to do for us and a really freeing thing to do as well yeah yeah i bet like yeah there's some bands out there that they'll do uh like a spanish version of their same album and it's like what how (laughs) (laughs) i know it used to be more popular do people still do it i i not since i i heard you guys did it (laughs) not for a while you know what the the, the funny thing with it was for the, the initial idea with to do every song in both languages. Yeah, like, yeah. Like having like the, like the A side would be all French and the B side would be the same song in Spanish. But uh, yeah, it, it that that idea fell apart pretty quickly while doing it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that kind of mm-hmm. leads to my next question: is uh, uh, and it might just be me reading it as an English guy, but. Um, your song titles, it seemed, it, to me, it looks like they're kind of half in Spanish, half in French. Is that, is that wrong? Yeah, probably. Uh, actually, well, the, there's two songs in English, and no, there, there's two songs in Spanish and two songs in French. I think so. Or the one of them is bilingual. Yeah, you, you know what? That's a good, that's a good thing. I, I think, that's a good question. I think, no, actually, the, the, the French songs, songs, the titles are in French. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I think I mean, so. Yeah, but and then what, I was like, wait, you, that what, one's... What gives you that, that idea? Well, because I was, uh, my wife is French, and she's like, um... Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was asking, it just so happened it worked out so well for me. <laughs> I was asking her, <laughs> yeah. like, what, what everything was, and and she's like, yeah, yeah, these, yeah. Ones are, these ones are in French, but this one's kind of, this one's Spanish, this one's Spanish, this one's kind of Spanish, it's like, that's not really a French word, that's Spanish... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was well, like, yeah, there, 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 there's probably a bit of confusion because Alex learned his Spanish from his immigrant immigrant parents in Montreal. So the the only, before we started touring in, in South America the, three years ago, the only time he would speak Spanish would be with his mom or with his brothers. So maybe his his way of of speaking Spanish is kind of French influence. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe that's possible. I wish he was there so I could ask him. But, yeah, that, that's possible. I'll, I'll bring it up for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are are French and English, and you're uh, Alexander, I believe his name is. Yeah, yeah, he's he's Spanish, English. Well, and- he, he's well, yeah, well, he's, he's you know Canadian like you and me, but his parents are from Colombia, so that that's where the the whole kind of Latino culture came in. Mm-hmm. But it, for a while, he didn't go back, like for years and years. 
and then we started touring and we we rediscovered together his own culture yeah and that, and was, that was a lot of fun actually a lot of fun and, and now that you guys have spanish songs you can go there and be like yeah <laughs> exactly even more easily because before we had i think we had one verse of one song in spanish and when we got there people already knew that song they were like what <laughs> only because of one verse that's amazing so now yeah we decided to uh, try it out and uh, and see how it goes over there so now you guys uh met doing visual art projects correct yeah so do Actually, you we met in art school oh in art school okay yeah well i didn't want to presume because when i was reading up on on your guys's history it just said yeah. visual art. Um, it didn't say school. I don't remember what the word was, and I was like, "Oh, I don't want to presume it was school." Yeah, yeah. Well, we were. Well, I mean, we were visual artists, but we were also studying. And the idea of the starting to play music because we didn't know how to play. We did, it was like an art project at first, just kind of experimental. Hey, we like simple music. We like minimalist stuff. Let's see if we can do it. And it took a few years. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it took like uh, four years or something before you guys started really. Like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we started playing, I think, after two or three years. And then we came, the first record came out five years after we started actually practicing you. Yeah. Did you guys play music before that, though? We we did. I think he played a bit of punk rock like uh, in, in high school. And uh, I did... I had the drum set at home because my brother was the actual musician. Still is. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's, he's a way better player than I than I'll ever be. But um, yeah, I guess I did piano lessons as a kid. You know, parrot stuff it was a uh, was pretty basic. And I'd never played keyboards before with like synthesizers or anything. Actually, when we started jamming, I was drumming. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then somewhere yeah. along the line, you were like, "No, this isn't for me." Well, there was a, there was a third guy that came in. He, he, he was a guitar player, but he was doing the drums. So I was doing the synthesizers, and then he left. So I bought drum machines. So I ended up being on, on keys all the time. And, yeah. <laughs> forced, that, 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 forced on went. keys. <laughs> was that? I said forced on keys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and uh, I ended up enjoying it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, it it obviously worked out for the best because. Yeah. Here you are. <laughs> yeah. Fifteen <Yeah>. years later. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, what did you do in uh, in visual art school? Where you like? Was it painting? Was it sculpting? Was it film stuff? Me, uh, me personally, I was I was more into uh, painting and uh, installation, and Alex was more into video and sculpture. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, and we we did a few shows together. Um, it was a lot of fun, actually. The, that whole scene in. Uh, we went to Concordia University in Montreal, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of surprisingly, a lot of musicians have been to uh, to art school there. So it was a it was a pretty fun time. It was a, we, I think we did our first show in the in the you know, in the visual arts building courtyard. Oh man, classic <laughs> so, like art a, thing to do. <laughs> yeah, for like the the team's barbecue or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time ago. Right. On. Uh, so, do you guys still do that? Uh, visual art? Yeah. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I still paint and draw. Obviously, music takes up most of my time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Alex, Alex does as well. Paint. He does more painting because sculpture is a fucking pain in the ass when you live in a city. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it takes a lot of a lot of space. Yeah. But we, the, I guess, I guess the practice transformed more into a graphic design 
we do uh, we do posters and merch for other people. We do uh, you know some uh, some freelance work here and there. Oh, okay, yeah. So you do it for work, yeah. also then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, we, we have, you have to uh, to grab it whatever comes up. Yeah. Uh, do you guys do all your own um, uh, album art? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I that, assumed that, 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 so. I actually enjoy enjoy doing it a lot. You said uh, you guys had been uh, playing in Colombia, but you guys just got back from doing a tour in Ecuador. How are those yeah. shows? <laughs> that was that was really fun actually. It was really surprising because you know no, not many people know much about Ecuador at all. I don't know how much you know about it, but uh, I didn't know shit before I went. Yeah, man, not not my, I know it's, I know it's it's jungly. Yeah, there's jungly parts. Yeah, there's a, there's beachy parts and there's a lot of mountains. So that was my second point is that the 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 city of Quito where we played the, the the biggest show it was it's super high in altitude so once we got out the plane we had we actually had trouble singing the songs because of the altitude really and we yeah yeah we were just weren't ready for that at all so we we were exhausted for like five days <laughs> doing oh, nothing <laughs> that's crazy yeah yeah you're like what how I, do i, I what <laughs> <laughs> they should mention it i don't know they just took for granted that they're used to it, so they they don't mind. But for us outsiders, it's uh, it's a weird feeling. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Were those shows uh, pretty well attended? Were people into it over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, uh, the surprisingly people really got into it. I say surprisingly because I didn't expect it, but <laughs> it was uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was at a festival called the Saca el Diablo. It's in the it's in the mountains of the right outside of Quito. And uh, yeah, it's beautiful scenery. A lot of people, even though we we played at like uh, an early early year spot, mm-hmm. and uh, there was tons of people there enjoying it. And a lot of, we played the next day as well in a small club, and uh, the club was packed. So I guess good reactions, yeah. Oh 
so this is kind of a weird question, and hear me out here. But yeah. <laughs> is there any shows that you've played where um, you thought it's not going to go that well? Like you get to the city, you're like, uh, this isn't going to go so well. But you get there and it's <laughs> it goes off and you're like, yes. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. But like, say you're in like no, 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 no. Thunder Bay, Ontario. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll stay polite, don't worry. But uh, <laughs> you're saying, is there any cities that seem to suck at first and then turn out to be okay or just some cities that sucked yeah no just some city you thought wasn't going to be that good but then they it turns out it, it was so good yeah we yeah, have there, there's a lot of them actually <laughs> <laughs> and you usually when you when you expect that it's going to be great something really awful is going to happen like the key's going to break down or something really bad comes up so uh, what I what I get from all this is the less expectations, the better. Oh yeah, I guess. So I'm it, not going to be naming names. You think? <laughs> yeah. So if you go into it with that attitude, I guess it's it's kind of like if it's good, you're like awesome. Fuck <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And if it sucks, you were like, wow, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, you know, you're always right with that attitude. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I call that wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) Man, there's no losing. That's that's great. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So you guys have some uh, shows. I I looked up uh, what shows you have coming up. You have some in Quebec. Um, But do you have any plans to uh, come out west anytime soon? Man, we haven't been out west in forever. I think it's been that... I don't know, how long has it been? Like almost 10 years? Has it been that long? It feels like it was early, like uh, 2011 or something like that. So, yeah, I I wish we could go. We don't have any plans right now at the moment. I guess it's most, uh, we're focusing most on on South America and the local region here because it's it's just easier to play around with your health. But, um, yeah, I think we have a show that we go back to Colombia in November. So that, that 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 would be the the, the next door. But uh, hey, man, if you uh, if you know anybody who wants to see we are all in the west, <laughs> you, you send yeah, them over. I'll, yeah, dude, I'll pull some strings. <laughs> I'll make it <laughs> yeah, happen. Man, I, I would love to, to go out to go back out west. It's a, it's a great country. It's just super far. So, oh uh, yeah, dude. It's like you have to cut through the states, man. There's no way to like. Do all of Canada in a sane manner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it doesn't work. If you go through the States, it's a bit longer, but there's more shows. But yeah. so it, it's a lot of road. We've done it a few, many times back then. But uh, yeah, I wish I, I wish I could do it again. Yeah. It's easier said than done, too. Like, uh, why aren't you playing out here, fella? Yeah. And you're just, it's <laughs> exactly. like, uh, yeah, we'll that's, get there when we can get there. <laughs> this, is, this is one of those cases where it's actually easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your 2005 album being released on Fat Possum Records, which is, for anyone who doesn't know, is is like a blues musician kind of label. So <laughs> yeah, how did that whole thing come about? That's a, yeah, yeah I, I was as surprised as you are. And the thing is, I was a fan of a lot of stuff that was coming out on Fat Possum back then. And uh, I guess it happened. We had a, um, a booking agent back then who was based in San Francisco, and he knew Matthew Johnson from South Boston, which is a kind of a weird guy, a bit of a legend in the in the biz. Yeah. But um, so so he 
you send the the album over the, or the demos or something I don't remember and uh, Matthew was was into it so we met him at CMJ in New York and I know it worked but uh, honestly I think about it a lot afterwards and I still don't really get it how, how it came to be so I'm as surprised as you are Oh man, he was just like he was just like yeah, I like that band. I'm going to uh, release their next album. Yeah, actually, their first album ever. Oh yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and um, for some reason he didn't he didn't like the second one, but it turned out it was uh, our bestseller so far. So I don't know, maybe he did a good decision or not. It's his uh, it's his call. <laughs> he did he didn't like the the one that sold the best. <laughs> yeah. He didn't know that back then, but he didn't like the music, so he's a he's a well opinionated guy. Well, listen, man, blues isn't about the best selling; it's about the best songs. Exactly, <laughs> it's about it's about the roots. But I, I, I'm, I'm the feeling I get is that at that time, there was his whole roster, which was mainly old black dudes that he actually found on their porch and decided to record them. They were all passing away. So maybe he was trying to renew the roster a bit. That's my that's my guess. Yeah, kind of like put some people. yeah, put some youthful uh, vigor in there. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe he was just hoping that he would blow up and that he could sell the contract to something else. I don't I don't know. I don't know what he. You never. He's not a talkative guy, so I never got to find out. Yeah, well, did being on Fat Possum did that like do anything for the band? Like, did you guys have more people come out to see you because of that? Oh yeah, for, for sure. We we toured the states and Canada for like six years because of that, because it, it was super well distributed, and uh, we had the like a PR agent, the same as Beastie Boys and Radiohead. Like it came, it came with a whole package. People really got into it, nice. hoping. I don't know. I, I was surprised because I didn't know how to play, and we never toured before. It was it was a weird moment, and uh, I don't know if they 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 realized that the band was a bit weirder than they expected or a bit more on the punk side than they expected so uh, but it, it, yeah it did a lot for us a lot we we got to to go places that we never hoped we would go your song holding hands was featured on yeah. the grand turismo 5 soundtrack yeah how did you get hooked up with a video game soundtrack <laughs> you know what we have songs in many video games um and that I don't, I'm not exactly sure why. I think it's probably the high energy kind of vibe of the band that fits well with either sports game or racing games. We had tracks in the, I think it was a rugby game that never came out in America, but it was huge in Europe. Oh man, and, nice. Uh, yeah. So this so isn't I, your I first game. No, no, no. We, we, we are all just been in the, the gaming scene apparently. Oh, dude, old news then. <laughs> Well, it's still new to me. You know, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm not a gamer, so I, I, I never really witnessed it. You know, playing the game, like, oh shit, that's my song. You know? But, uh, but uh, people had told me, I was like, oh yeah, that's that's amazing. You because know? I tend to forget since I don't, I don't play it. Yeah, right. And that would be yeah. that would be pretty cool though, like because your music is now uh, making it to kind of a unique audience. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, like, they, like, I, I'm pretty sure, like, on a on a video game soundtrack, like it eventually loops over and you hear the song again. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So would you, have you ever had anybody come up to you at a show and be like, I heard you on a video game. That's why I came out. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Many times. 
<laughs> oh, really? People just like, yeah, yeah. like, yo, man, I heard you on Grand Trismo Five, and I was like, ah, got to come to the show. Yeah, yeah, and pe people, like, you know, they kind of expect because you're in the, you know, in their box at home that you're like super huge, and then so so they show up at the little club we play, you know, in the next town over, <laughs> and they're like, oh my god, I can't believe you, know, I can't even talk to you, like, well, of course. <laughs> So, so there's that weird you know, gap between what people experience in the video game and what you know what we are outside of it because you you hear it next to huge hits or uh, I don't know what what, what other songs is uh, in the game so it, it it gives a different reading I guess yeah and I guess again that uh, people's opinion on musicians too like they hold musicians in this high place like you can't get to them because they're up on stage but i mean after you're done playing well, it's like that, i'm that, coming that's down until there they actually, that's until they actually see the stage you're playing on <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that that's true if, if you play on the radio or something people assume that you're you know like there is with you because know, you, you're both on the radio but yeah. Uh, yeah, there's many different uh, different uh, possibilities out there. Yeah, man, and uh, like it, it, unless you're Garth Brooks, you are not making a ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people are, but we're not. Yeah, but we, we we still get by and we still do it. Wrapping it up, I like to end with this question: What do you think the motivation is to keep creating and keep making music? Uh, that's a, that's a really really good and deep question. I hope uh, I can find an answer that's uh, that <laughs> that uh, that is equivalent in quality. But um, honestly, man, it's it's it kind of evades me, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other people. Some people keep at it because they because you know it's it, it's definitely not easy. But I I'm, I guess we find some kind of reward in in getting a bit closer every time to what we we were trying to do as if whatever we did so far wasn't quite exactly right. <laughs> so we keep, uh, we keep trying. Does that make sense? Yeah, man. Yeah, that definitely does. Yeah? Okay. I, I think so. And what, what do you think it is? What, it, what's that thing you're going for? Man, I have no idea. That's what you, I mean, I'm going to, going to keep trying until I find it, I guess. Right on. I don't, sorry, sorry to get deep on you there, man. <laughs> that, that's fine, man. I'm, I'm a deep person. I, I like, people who go deep. <laughs> <laughs>